bite to eat. It's time for the second course, hour number two of The Modern Eater. What are you hungry for? Here's to a meal we're all here for. Delicious and tasty. Now we're getting to the good stuff. With your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. Wow. Really involved watching the Little Rich Boy. <laughs> Well, that's where the action was. That really yeah, was. And then it just transferred all of a sudden to the show. Hey. It's great. I love these two guys, by the way. Happy holidays. We missed each other the whole holidays. Yeah, like. we were very Thank busy you. opening yeah. up a second location, so we, we didn't get the chance to be here. We love you, though. Yeah, we love you, too, man. If there's, if there's one thing that the modern eater and brews beers have some history. Absolutely. From the beginning. Yeah. So. It truly yeah. is. All right. So, guys, we'll do a reset here real quick. Charlie Gotten, Kenny. <laughs> Jake Conover. How are you guys? Bruce Beers, uh, just d- beginning, yes, but flourishing right now. A lot going on with Bruce Beers. We're going to spend some time with you in the next couple hours. Charlie, um, when we think of beer and uh, somebody who's going to educate, you're my beer educator. And I think part of the reason is I just love to hear your voice. So we're going <laughs> to have you do a lot of talking in the next couple of segments. Well, I'd be glad to do that. <laughs> and what's cool, it's, it's not just a voice that's empty behind it. There's a lot of knowledge. So uh, buckle up, relax, and also watch us, themoderneater.com. You can see the streaming now. Kitchen's coming quite a ways, huh, guys? The kitchen is awesome. I haven't been in in probably a month and a half, and... Wow. Well, you miss it. And now it's a new format, the way Absolutely. it's set up. Like setup. I love it. Yep. Charlie's got a, a background in broadcasting. And uh, it's kind of special to you to do broadcasts and talk on the radio, those types of things. But the, the way that it's set up right now, it's kind of a cool show atmosphere. Oh, it definitely is. I walked in and saw Jay sitting at all the computers and screens around him, lots of buttons, four remotes. The Wizard of Oz. (laughs) He is is the guy behind the curtain. I I told Charlie, I said, listen, man, don't let any of this fool you. You know, the only way I I said, I'm terrible at it. I go, Greg's not real good, but everything (laughs) I know came from Greg. I go, so when people walk in, they want to ask me questions about stuff. And I'm like, listen, man, unless unless I already know how to do it, I don't know what you're doing yeah google it i mean that's, that's right everything in the world but uh googling you can't do good beer can you just google it and then make a good recipe you've been doing beer for how long charlie oh over 30 years 30 yeah. years your love for beer where did I, it start i love it uh well you know uh i used to be like a miller light drinker and then i went on a business trip to belgium and i'm reading you know the airline magazine american airlines does a destination feature and the destination for that flight was brussels and so they had a big article about Belgian beer, and I'm reading this, and it's like, whoa, this sounds pretty interesting. I'll have to try a couple of those while I'm over there. Well, it turns out my hotel has a beer bar right in the middle of the lobby, so I didn't try a couple. That, I tried what's a, a beer bar like there? Uh, it was a little round brass and wood bar, and he had all sorts of beers, mostly in bottles. And, so uh, like we would know a... a, a, a a brewery right now, today? A craft brewery? No, it would be more like... Um, Monasteries. Yeah, it's almost like a... So imagine this elaborate lobby, and in the middle of it is this brass and wood bar that's circular, and, you know, people would sit around it and stuff. Sounds great. Well, so, and it was a beautiful old pulls, you know, oh, just it was, like... It was gorgeous. Yes. So yeah. you knew a lot you of old taps and things like uh-huh. that. You knew you weren't going to get your Miller Lite. <laughs> oh, I was praying I wasn't going to get Miller Lite, but anyway... Uh, You know, in Belgium, they mostly drink beer out of bottles. So uh, I went to, in Belgium, to the Delirium Cafe, where they 
have Guinness Book of World Records, 3,500 beers. You know how many they had on tap? Twelve. <laughs> really? Twelve. The rest of them were in bottles. So that's typically how they do it. They they condition the beer in the bottles, which naturally carbonates them, gives them a very uh, high um, quality of carbonation, very easy drinking, softer than forced CO2 carbonation, and it's amazing. So. Well, and Charlie, don't they drink it at a warmer temperature than we drink it? I mean, aren't we known for like this, I'm going to get the beer as cold, as cold as possible? Well, And that's yeah. not really it over there, is it? If you really want to hide the flaws in beer, turn those mountains blue. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the you know, cold hides a lot of things. So the better beers um, are usually served anywhere between 45 and 55. These are the strong beers, the really expensive ones that are the pride of the Belgians. Helps the aromatics uh, come out, really helps the fruit shine in them. Mm -hmm. Well, it's interesting because with fruit, a lot of times people don't realize you want to take things like strawberries out and warm them up, peaches, take them out of the refrigerator for a little while and eat them when they're warm. Same concept. Exactly the same concept. You know, if you have the the strawberries ice cold, you're not going to get as much flavor as if they're, you know, closer to room temperature. Mm -hmm. I love it. Jake. Here we go. Here we go. Talk about you, man. I <laughs> oh mean, where did you begin to love beer? Um, so I was a chef for a long time, and I was really tired of working 16-hour days, six days a week. So I got it. Sorry, I shouldn't say that in front of the chefs here. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> they might relate. I know. I, uh, I'm very personable, so I just kind of started bartending, and I worked at the Ale House and Amato's for about three and a half years. And I got my first level Cicerone through them. Uh, brews I actually opened up in the neighborhood that I live in, so I became good friends with Charlie and with Ryan. You and stole him away. Yeah. Did you really? <laughs> and then Ryan lived in Lohi, so he would come into the ale house and see me there. And finally one day he called me up and was like, hey, man, I want you to come sell my beer. And I was like, let's do that. I'm going to do that from now on. So uh, I've been with the company now for almost two years, and uh, I'm... Seems like we've known each other for way longer than yeah. right? two years. Totally. Like two years. I, Jake, see, you're... I used to see Jake all the time when I because I went to the alehouse a uh -huh. lot. Yeah. He'd always be there, and you know, always there. So yeah, when Ryan said, you know, I'm thinking of talking to Jake, and please do. Yeah. And, and it just it, it worked well, but you're kind of a front of the house guy. You're a drinker. I mean, a cicerone. <laughs> I mean, you, you like to partake in, in the beer. Absolutely. That it tastes, so not really a brewer style. No, right? I don't do too much of the brewing. Uh, my brother and I, we would homebrew a little bit uh, when he lived here. We grew up in Southeast Aurora. I'm a Colorado native, and uh, he's since moved to Georgia and took all of our brew equipment with him. So I haven't done a whole lot of brewing, but, I mean, when we have a 15-barrel system at our brew house, I'm really not needing to do any of the brewing. You know, we've got some really good, knowledgeable people um, under our belt. So well, and you guys just got a new brewer. We did. Well, we did. We upgraded uh, last year. Yeah. Um, when, we, when we knew we were going to move into uh, what's now the, the Colfax and York location, we, we had a four-barrel brew house, which is tiny. And very labor intensive, and we said, "Okay, we got to have a bigger brewery." So we, uh, you know, went out into the market and found a really nice 15-barrel system, which allows us to brew enough for both uh, locations. Okay, yeah, we have hang, hang on where the location is. We're going to kind of do the reveal of it, but the original in Midtown. Midtown. What's the ad address there, guys? 67th and Pecos. That's the OG. That's the one. Pecos. And you're doing well there. Very well. Oh, which is yeah. great. The neighborhood, it took to the neighborhood. I always say, if the neighborhood's going to accept you, they're going to be patrons of your brewery, you're going to do well, the okay. Day, the day we got our certificate of occupancy, yeah. we were saying, okay, we're going to open tomorrow. 
And then it was like, no, nah, we're going to open today. We put it out on Facebook, and we had 150 people in the tap room by 5 o'clock. Yeah, and unbelievable. The neighborhood had been waiting, you know, for us to open. They were, you know, That's anticipating so cool. after many months of construction. And what a luxury. Oh, yeah. A lot of breweries would say, oh, my goodness, I wish that we had. <laughs> and I, I think at that point in time, uh, it was probably only about maybe three, 400 houses that right. were in the neighborhood, and now there's over 1,000, so when, it's when really grown around us. We signed the lease, there was about 50. Yeah, wow. 50 yeah. houses. And wow. now how many? Over 1,000. Over really? 1, yeah. Oh, wow. And they're still building. That's yeah, so cool. but your yeah. patio is one that I can't wait for summers to go and on your dogs patio. Dogs allowed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. dogs are allowed inside out. And we actually just um, expanded another patio on the south side. So we have a south and an east side And a garden to look at. And a garden. It's a great place. And, and what a rec center with yeah. a big, you, you guys do events and festivals, yeah, a beer festival. Yeah. Okay, guys, hang tight. We have a full another segment. This is so cool because we have them both here with us, Charlie Gott and Kenny. And Jake Conn over here with us from Brews Beers. That's the original location. They've got a new opening. We're sharing it with you. That's going to come up next right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. That was a great one. Charlie's always such a great a, a great guest. Speaking of great guests, look who I've got over here. Chef Dane, after his all-star appearance on the table. Wow. Yeah, thank you. Wow. Yeah, what yeah, you made fun. for us was yeah. incredible. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank how, you how do uh, i I got to tell you, if you're looking for a personal chef, uh, whether it's a party or whatever it is, call this guy. You're going to be really, really happy. Dane, how do they jump in the pool? Yeah, so uh, obviously find us on our website, uh, ChefDanesKitchen.com, uh, or Instagram, uh, at ChefDanesKitchen. Uh, we post all of uh, different events that we're doing. Uh, I didn't really mention this, but we're doing uh, pop-up dinners. We find different uh, venues in Denver, that like art galleries, places that don't have a food and beverage program, and we set up tables, and we do like five, six-course dinners. Um, wow. Yeah, so we do that. Uh, we're going to start doing that next month. And, um, yeah, so we'll be posting about that, ticket prices, and where you can buy tickets. Oh, my gosh yeah do yourself a favor seriously get in touch with this guy know what's available for you give us that website one more time so it's www.chefdaneskitchen.com chefdaneskitchen.com yep. that's awesome hey we're going to be back we've got words from encore energy rocker spirits and our friends at aspen baking we'll be back Saving money is making money. Your savings is just a phone call away. Call Brian Rizzuto now, 720-245-5771. 720-245-5771. It's Encore Energy. Rocker Spirit. 30 seconds to live read. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for it. 15 seconds to live read. An experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Okay, back to the show in just a second, you guys, but it's your Aspen Baking uh, Minute here where we talk about AspenBaking.com. Whether you're into hoagies, focaccias, ciabattas, baguettes, croissants, bear claws, lobster rolls, pound cakes, coffee cakes, or just a nice 
dinner loaf of bread. AspenBaking.com is where you want to go. You'll go there, but you won't find any preservatives or artificial colorings or chemicals. They don't do that kind of stuff. Oh, I'm so glad. They, yeah, so am I. They, they stick to the good stuff, which is butter, sugar, and gluten. You know, if you're not into gluten, yeah, you're not I into can gluten. pronounce it. Hey, yeah. but Jay, I like to stay at the office all day and work hard. What can they do for me? Well, they can cater your hardworking employees and yourselves. And in that catering, you'll get some nice, delicious Rome sausage, too. So uh, we'll do the website. We'll get back to the show with Brews Beers and uh, Jake and Charlie. It's AspenBaking.com. Yo, yo, what's up? <laughs> this is Justin Brunson, Ultra Meat and Cheese in Denver Central Market. I'm a meat guy. <laughs> and you're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. The guy for you, Justin Brunson. Love him. Boy, he's trying to, yeah, he's, boy, he works hard. Man, he does. And, and what, he combined Masterpiece Delicatessen. They shut it down over there on Oh, Central did they Street. really? I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, but you know what? The guy, he wanted to save all these families' jobs and, and people he worked with forever. So he brought it into uh, Old Major, and they're doing Masterpiece out of Old Major. Oh, that's good to Throughout hear. the week. Yeah, so they used to go, uh, Old Major would go Wednesday through Sunday. They'd shut it down for a couple of days. Now they're going throughout the week and doing some lunch. Well, too. I did. I worked right across the street at the Ale House, so I used to go over there and get their uh, white truffle egg salad sandwich. Oh my! Yeah, God. isn't that good? So We're kind of oh, all man. in this together. Oh uh, even uh, did you guys know? So Chef Christopher Moore, he's here from uh, Degree Metropolitan Food yep. and Drink. He's like, oh, I got to talk to these guys from Brews. We want to do a tap takeover. Yeah, we've kind of been. Talking about been that a little bit, that. yeah. Yeah. Speaking of tap takeovers, you got a permanent one going on on Colfax. Congratulations, yeah, you guys. Thank you. <laughs> permanent yes. tap takeover. Yes, and the new location. Tell us where yeah. it is now. What does that look like? So it's uh, Colfax, New York, on the southwest corner. It's right behind Hot Mamas, which is a ladies' workout studio. Yep. Um, it's a it's a really unique, cool tap room. They from the outside, you wouldn't realize it's as big as it is. Everybody who comes in, I was like, oh my god, it's beautiful. Um, yeah. It's super warm and inviting. The patio is going to be popping. Patio is going to be amazing. It's going to be the best patio in Colfax. I think so, but can't you start using it now? Uh, yeah, you know, we get some people yeah, going out some there. Some nice days in the winter, you know. Damn cigarette smokers. Well, you can't smoke <laughs> out there. Yeah. No, probably not. No. I had yeah, one of my regulars and his wife come the other day. They got beers from us. They got sandwiches from Bumble Tea, and they sat outside. It was really cold. I was surprised yeah. they were outside, but they had their doodles with them. So. Oh, side note, neither here nor there, but I just want to give myself a pat on the back. What's the date today? 18th? Yeah. 18 days of nicotine-free. These uh, hey, big right. cigarettes are nicotine Keep it up. <laughs> yeah, no no doubt. So uh, Congratulations. No, I know. Just And you motivated me, Brian. You said I wouldn't be able to do it. I said I'm going to quit smoking. <laughs> yeah, he said I couldn't do it. So there you go. Always a little positive reinforcement from you my boy. Uh, truly, this location is one that you have to see. And I, I'd say it's a destination spot, but it's not. It's so centrally located. You're right on top of it. You're in the city. And I'm telling you, when you look around town like right now, Rhino's kind of getting a little dried up. Larimer's a trip. We, were, Little Rich and I were driving down Larimer, and right by uh, Biker Gyms, it was like the rest of these places were closed down yeah. on Larimer, and they're trying to get their footing and see where they're at. And the shift in town, guess where it's going? Man, Colfax, that yeah. corridor, yep. it really is, is really looking They've good. Done a right great now. job with redeveloping that area, and and uh, our landlord is one of the uh, key people, you know, that's really pushing the the redevelopment and yeah, he's got upgrading the of all cover that. building. Well, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I think that that's one of the problems that we're starting to see in Denver is rents. And it's becoming so expensive. Like, I, I would always ask Justin, how can he keep a sandwich joint in that, you know, in that spot? You're only open for, 
you know, a little lunch, late lunch kind of thing. Which one? The, the one the, his his masterpiece, yeah. Well, I, I mean, mean, it's like Denver is constantly under construction. The Always. city can take you out of business by doing yeah. construction right in front of your place. I think that had a lot to do with masterpiece right there. And and uh, we're seeing another chef, Aaron. Chef Aaron is uh, with Northside. They're going to open that up there. Colfax right now, I'm so excited for it because it's conducive to, first of all, the uh, historical uh, preservation of that area and what you guys are going to be able to do with a sign yep, is going right. to be so cool when you look at so you know what Pete's Kitchen looks like and they oh, just yeah. turned it back on to where you can actually go in motion with stuff. I don't know if you guys are looking into this or not but I hope you have an in motion sign for Brews Beers. It's, uh, it's being bid out right now for uh, development and yeah that's the idea is it's going to point down to our door. I'll and sit there all night and... long with the glow stick. <laughs> yeah it's got an uh, arrow that points Yeah, I mean, I hope that people that are landing from out of town can see it, and they know from their (laughs) plane they can see where Bruce. Not only that, (laughs) there's so much historic value on that in that Colfax corridor with Pete's Kitchen, the satire. Even the signs that I can't wait to because I know in Bruce building. It yeah, was built in the 1930s, and you can't get you can't change. It's going to be independent businesses. You're not going to have these. Um, huge stores or they're not going to take over a block or build up. Right. It's always going to remain that way, and I can't wait 50 years from now seeing that same Bruce Beer sign for another generation of folks because Bruce Beer should be on Colfax for many, many years. I think so. Yeah, I can't wait. It's a great place. You guys, longest. You know what Colfax is, right? Before I say it. The longest street in the U.S.? Longest main street in the U.S. That's exactly yep. what it is. Colfax is. One of Greg's. Greg used to Colfax was a hunt for him for a long time because there's <laughs> good food down there, great bars. I went to East High School. Yep. Oh, did you really? I mean, yeah. Wow. I mean, uh, yeah. That was, Which is just, isn't that right across the street? Yeah, yeah pretty yeah. much. Yeah, you ate at that little Greek. Uh, you had to have yeah. eggs and yeah. uh, hash browns at that little Greek place right there. With yeah. Your, Euro yeah. place. That's where I Yeah, the Euros. On. Yeah, Euro place. Okay. Yeah. They just boarded up. That's though, called Zorba's. Uh, uh, the, the no, one. Zorba's was Wait, not. which one? <laughs> That's where I ate breakfast. <laughs> okay. I mean, that used to be a shop, actually, on uh, Colfax Air back in the day there, my friend. Zorba's. Do you uh, no, 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 you got me second thinking myself. <laughs> what kind of shop was it? Zorba's is on 12th now. Okay, okay, it's on okay. There is a Zorba's. <laughs> some kind of wire cut Maybe I said some kind of secret thing. That he's just, I don't know what that is. Is that your safe word at all? That's funny. That's funny. I don't know what happened there. Uh, Bruce Pierce, you guys have a lot going on coming into the spring. Are you actually going to go on that Belgium beer tour? again we are in october so october Next 3rd year. through the 13th this year. of this year and um you know it's uh, limited but we've started taking signups for it uh, it's going to have 25 seats we're going around to all the trappist breweries as well as uh rodenbach and berhaig where they make the duchess de bourgogne and we're going to go to some of the lambic breweries and so it's going to be a blast it's going to be a that blast. sounds so fun what's the story that, that you so came fun. out from last time Okay, so story from last time, there was a, there's a brewery called Dodala over there, D-E-D-O-L-L-E. And it's kind of a weird brewery. Uh, the, the brewmaster does the art, and the art is this kind of yellow bird-looking kind of guy that, uh, you know, epitomizes the brewery. But anyway, we go in there, and I've had the beers before, and there's some of the best beers in Belgium. They're absolutely fantastic, so I can't wait to see where they're made. They're made on, like, 1925 vintage equipment that looks like barn junk. Hmm. You know, I looked at their mash vessel, and it was all rusty and 
things like that. And, the, and the, I didn't even know what the kettle looked like because it had so much foam spray around it and stuff, and you just dump stuff in the, the hole in the top and all. And then they have open fermentation. They won't even let you in that area. But, you know, very primitive conditions and equipment and stuff, they turn out amazing beer. Some of the best in the country. You must have been reading my mind because you gave me a lead-in for that. My question is, is what do they do over there that we would never allow to do in the brewing process here in the United States? Because I know that, you know, with cheese in particular, we could never make cheese like some of the French right. make their cheese. What, what are they doing with their beer that's that different? Well, some of the same types of things they do with cheese. So this is a farm. Uh, if you go out the back patio, there's a big field of you know, whatever crop is, is planted there in that particular year, the whole area is a farmland area. So what you've got is a lot of microorganisms in the air. And in this old equipment, some of that gets in there. And it's wild yeasts and beneficial bacteria and stuff. So they, even though they use a yeast culture to, you know, keep the beer going, you get all sorts of stuff that filters into it. And like cheese, it makes for interesting flavors. Don't you just want an hour of that? I know. I mean, <laughs> I just want an hour of that. Just we'll stop any KHOW programming beyond eight o'clock. <laughs> We're going to just kill it for two hours. It's going to be Charlie God and Kenny and Jake Conover, and they're going to talk talking about, beer. about microorganisms. That would be fantastic. <laughs> I would love yeah. it. You guys are great. Uh, beers coming out right now from you guys. What are you excited about? Oh man, we have a dark cherry quadruple coming up that I'm really Ooh. excited about. Yeah, that's going to be really nice when that's released where we have a new golden strong ale called hallucination yeah a little spicy i get a lot yeah. of banana and cherry flavors spicy, a little bit sweet yeah. uh, sweeter than some of the other ones out there we did a really unique uh, collaboration with inland island and uh, mm -hmm. fermented foods uh, we made the same beer and split it between two different yeast strains one is um, a yeast strain from fermented foods called good bugs and then the other one is a kvike oh, yeast cool. which is a norwegian so a norwegian farmhouse, farmhouse uh, yeast so, and, and so you can order them you'll be able to order them together starting next friday yep. uh, and um, you can compare them so identical beer Wow. Two uh, but yeasts. two different yeasts two different and yeasts. quite a bit of difference between the two. We're cool. doing a party on Friday at Colfax, Double Fist Friday, where you get two at a time. Try them side by side. It's going to be a lot of fun. Nice. That's the, coming next Friday. Yeah, that's, that's, that is yeah. awesome. Yeah. What are the two that you've poured for us tonight? Uh, we have the Onyx Stout, which is a 7.9% Belgian stout, a really robust, uh, chocolatey kind of stout. And then we also have a Session Pale Ale, which we brewed mm. that in collaboration with DC Pie. Uh, which is an, a neighbor right across the street at Colfax in New York. Amazing food, amazing pizza, and, yep. and the best wings you'll have. Well, you guys are settling in. You're getting some oh, yeah. partners there. We're huh? making friends. We're I see pizzas coming over there and beer going over there. Oh, yeah. and just Most definitely. We have a bunch of barrel-aged stuff coming out in the next um, in the next few months. We have some tequila, arrow, uh, tequila barrel-aged beers. Where'd you get your barrels? Uh, from different places. So really? we got a bunch from Breckenridge and... Uh, so we've got uh, Breckenridge bourbon barrels and then also port barrels, which were used to finish Breckenridge whiskey. And those are bigger barrels, and they've got the port wine. I thought you uh, said tape. you had tequila barrels. Swear to We also have those. Okay. And Red then we Masada. have some that were um, Aren't they uh, be on the show? red wine barrels and whiskey barrels. And Who? Suerte? Suerte tequila, yes. Uh, I forget when. Please tell me in February. 
two. Well, Are you doing dry January? I am, man. I am so tired of hearing about it's dry been, January. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you. It's time to, yeah. Oh, no, I lied. It's next week. They're on next week. Oh, with Chef man. Chris Starkus and Boss Defrost. Hey, you want to do a promo for next week? Boss, yeah, Boss Defrost. Yeah, who's on next week? Uh, Boss Defrost and Chef Chris Starkus, formerly with, uh, what's that place called? Urban Farmer. Urban Farmer, sorry. Um, Lawrence uh, Spiewak from Suerte Tequila. Rebecca Berry from Hot Schedules is going to come oh, back cool. and play around with us. And then uh, Kelly Kugler and Andrew Wassenberger from Boot Hill 7 Ranch. That's where they get their beef from uh, that they're going to be cooking. And uh, Nadine from Idlewild Spirits. Oh, yeah. Andrew Moore, we all know that. From I have next, a crush on Nadine. Next Stop Bruco, they're coming back. And then uh, maybe... Chef Starkus's wife. That's uh, a lot. Diana Starkus. Guys, I can call you guys out because we're friends, but Bruce Beer's got to come down here more. You're right. I mean, truly. You guys have helped. Look at this is a help. You know, the house house that Bruce Beer's built. (laughs) Hey, man, I love coming down here. You know me during the summertime. I'm here every Saturday. But uh, we've, this winter, we were so busy. We just, I'm sorry to neglect you, but we had to. Just a little bit. We're back, though. We're back. Congratulations on the growth, man. Thank you so much. You guys obviously are doing something right because you've got a crowd always. And to get ready for the new location, we brewed like maniacs in the fall. So we've got a lot of stuff. I have nine beers waiting to get on tap of at Midtown. Nice. Uh, Unbelievable. Midtown, yeah. give it a plug again. Uh, yeah. 1675 um, uh, West. West 67th, 67th Avenue. Yeah. And then? At the intersection of uh, 67th, you know, and uh, Pecos. 67th and Pecos. Colfax. And then uh, 1495 uh, York Street. On Colfax and York. Southwest corner yeah. of Colfax and York. Southwest corner. It's right yeah. in the city, man. Across the street I from know, but chase. I'm trying to oh, think. Oh, I'm glad though. they put a you, chase there. You remember where the Arby's was? They shut the Arby's down. Yeah, Chase and Now the chase is banked. Okay. okay. We're right next glad door to, to the School of Traditional Chinese Medicine. And Isba spas down on the bottom. So if you ever go there, get beat with oak leaves in the bottom. Gotcha. Yep. Okay, I've parking. Actually, People yep. want to know pride parking. Did you work out sure. deal with Chase or anything like that? Still working on that. I'm kind of schmoozing them up a little bit. Cool, cool. Uh, we do have a large parking uh, facility uh, behind the School of Traditional Chinese Medicine. It's a dollar for three hours. If, you, uh, if you're really cranky about the dollar, I'll give you a dollar off your Yeah, chair. and if you're going to a brewery, you know, and you want to have a, actually have a good time and be responsible, man, it's an Uber. It's probably Ooh, wherever yeah. You live in the city. There, it's going to cost you six or seven bucks to get there. There's and tons. Just the way to go. Yeah, yeah. which is the. Then you can have the strong beers. Hey, yeah. Char- Charlie, you're going to stick around and hang out with us with these other folks, huh? Yeah. Want to do that? Sure. Settled in. Yeah. Got the beer. Got the got stories. The beer, got the got the stories. It's got the... January, man. You got the storytelling shirt on. <laughs> yeah. Well, my lumberjack. We just man. need a fire, and Charlie, and leather chairs. I know. And I cigars. Want him to read me stories every night, man. We That's how I could go to sleep every night. I know, I know. Have you these other guys are Belgian beer as well? Are you yes, they familiar are. And, with uh, that? We, we know. Uh, we've known Zach for a while. Do you share and trade secret secrets with each other? Mm, we no. don't need to. We've collaborated you know? though. Have yeah. you really? Yeah, yeah they they know. make great beers. Fantastic. And uh, we made a blonde and a blackberry blonde with them. They turned out yes. fantastic. Oh, speaking of collaboration, that terrifying uh, plane ride that I took up to uh, High Wire Hops oh, to yeah. go get some fresh <laughs> hops to, with, uh, what, what was it, Aviation? Flyco. 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 Yep. Flyco. Uh, did that beer turn out great? Turned out amazing. Okay. I'm glad. We've still got a little bit of it left. You know, the hops have faded yeah. a little bit at this point. I risked my life for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'm not, really. I'm, I'm not a big fan of tiny planes. <laughs> oh, man, it was terrifying. Hey, Ryan Evans, if you're listening or watching, which I'm sure you probably are, we'll see you next time. Man. Get in here. Uh, thank you. 
Jake. There he is. Jake's back at the Colfax location. You'll see your face down there. The all, the there. all the time. All the time. Always there. <laughs> all the time. Seven days a week. Together. He works long days, seven days a week. <laughs> That's and... right. We'll break off and we'll come back. Charlie's going to stick around. And we have coming up next, what do you think? Zach Nichols? Zach Nichols, Cellar West. West Artisanal Ales. That's next on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Okay. 